I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. Okay, Wacky Wednesday. I've got something for you. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead. So I will say this is, it is wacky, but it's also disturbing. Oh boy. So there's a man named Bobby Lee Allen who was running an underground sex change clinic out of an Oklahoma cabin. Okay. Do you know something about this? I don't. You have that look in your face. No, but I'm just saying, okay, I I get how that is disturbing. Well, that's not the disturbing If it was legal, which it is legal, so maybe this is just for cheap? No. Okay, I got nothing. Go ahead. This is not good. So 53-year-old Bob Lee Allen and his husband Thomas Evan Gates who was 42 in 2020, had a cabin in Oklahoma together. That part's great. The cabin was listed on Airbnb and was called Bob's Weekend Wonders. Gross. I found him on Facebook. I found both of them on Facebook, by the way. They haven't posted in two years. But the logo for this, as a graphic designer, I can say is really freaking bad. No, this sounds like Just pay for a, a logo to get made. Anyway, they went to the cabin on October 12th 2020 because they found a 28-year-old volunteer, their words, from Virginia. So Bob advertised that he performed surgeries and would video them for his own pleasure on his website, Eunuch Maker. So this volunteer was looking online for getting a castration because he wanted to be a eunuch. And he also said Bob claimed He had 15 years of surgical experience and would perform the operation for free. I have nothing. I'm not blaming this guy. I get it. Like people go to Tijuana and get cheap plastic surgery. But typically, if you're getting a surgery for free, Mm -mm. do not. Just don't. Mm -mm. No, I don't care what it is. I mean, I even paid 70 bucks copay for my wart Beetlejuice. (laughs) <laughs> and that he did go to school. But Bob, from what I found on his Facebook, was in computer science. These dudes were not doctors, nurses, medical assistants. I would feel like also, They're, well, any surgery, but when it comes to that area, I need to see some credentials. Yeah. You don't need to go to like, what are the, the ones they always advertise on TV is the... Washington University or whatever that you can get your degree online. Uh Not knocking that. Not at all. You do you. But that's not one that you, you don't need to go online to school for, to cut up. Well, this was nothing. They had nothing. They had nothing. This, this, they are not trained in anything. But they're saying like, okay, we'll do it for free or I'm only doing this because I want to have videos of it. And he's of like. Of him castrating this this Yes, guy. Of the, a video of the surgery. <sighs> and real quick, for those of you that did not watch Game of Thrones or just don't know what a eunuch is. Talking to me over here. Yeah. Well, the term describes a person with a penis who has been castrated. So their testicles are either removed or are rendered non-functional by chemical means, as in a chemical castration. Eunuch comes from the Greek eunuchus, meaning bedroom guard. In history, a eunuch 
was a man whose job was to guard the bedroom of a royal woman to protect her. So the guards were castrated to make them less threatening to the women they guarded. Like they're not going to have sex with them. What? Yeah. That's a terrible job. Yeah. So later, some men underwent castration so their high voices would not deepen during puberty. And these eunuch singers became famous in opera houses to each their own. But believe it or not, and this might surprise you, there are more castrated people alive today than at any point in history. What? (laughs) A lot of the time, though, it is for medical reasons. And the vast majority are afflicted with prostate cancer. Oh, well. Which, that makes... Terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. That makes sense. But sometimes their desire to be castrated stems from abuse sustained during childhood. Good God. Exposure to animal castration during youth or religious condemnation, as in they may be homosexual and feel like they can't act on those urges and just in case they're going to... You know, yikes. God, your case sucks. Well, this is just the background. So some people who are sex addicts, sex addicts do this too in extreme cases. So chemical castration is not permanent. Like it- It's not? No, it's just like, I can't remember what the medicine is. It's a shot and it's short term. And I'm like, why don't we do this to convicted pedophiles? It's not like it's- No I'm not the law, but but I mean, it's not, you're not chopping the testicles off. You're giving them a shot. Anyway, so back to the story. This unnamed, he's not named in anything. Good for him. This 28-year-old volunteer traveled to this cabin from Virginia for this two-hour procedure. And- Since they were not doctors, again, not doctors, he wasn't given any anesthesia. Oh, my God. Because they're, yeah, this was just in a freaking little Airbnb cabin. Oh, my God. And he was awake during the whole procedure and was only given numbing shots around his genitalia. Mm Mm-mm. So Bob performed the surgery, and his husband Thomas acted as his assistant and handed him the tools, Spina's surgery tech. He finished up. All was, I don't want to say well, but anyway, he told the volunteer that he was going to eat his penis. What? Yes. That he was going to eat his penis, and that he kept other penises in a freezer. He also told him about a guy who he'd left bleed out on the table overnight because the man was, quote, crazy. So this was unclear. Wait, what? Yeah, he was just, like, joking around, like, well, here's the thing. We don't know if he was joking or not. He was right. like, I'm going to eat your penis. I've eaten penises before. Oh, I've left a dude to bleed out on the table before. But he couldn't tell if he was joking or not. And he's never been confirmed as a murderer. So... And also, his penis has just been removed, so he's really like, oh my Jesus. <sighs> I know. So that's not something to joke about when you've just removed someone's penis. But anyway, after the surgery, the volunteer was losing a lot of blood, and Bob joked that he would just dump him in the woods. Again, not something to joke about. Luckily, he did not do that. He and his husband dropped him off at the McAllister regional health center where the story was relayed to the staff, but kind of a fake version. They were kind of like, he did this to himself. So he was taken care of in the hospital. He did not bleed out. He's alive. He's fine. All is good and well. 
and the men tried to visit him while he was in the hospital. I'm not sure who declined. Maybe he did or the – I don't know. But anyway, they didn't let him visit. Okay, but also what did he think was going to happen? They well, – I'm not victim shaming, but I'm also like – are you really mad at the people that you voluntarily said could cut your penis off? But he thought they were medically trained people. As one probably would. He thought it was going to be more of a medical environment. And then the guy was joking, like, I'm going to eat your penis. And he's and he like, was like, what not is cool. happening? Not cool. And he's like, I'm going to leave your body in the woods. Oh, I'm going to let you bleed no. out. So it was just kind of one of those things where he did agree to be castrated, but... Not in a barbarian nature. Not in this way and not to be joked about like, I'm going to leave you in the, like, that's very scary. Well, anyway. I'm going to let you bleed to death. Yeah. So these two dudes were telling the doctors that this guy performed it on himself. (laughs) And they're like, no. So anyway, because of this, you can't just perform surgeries in your Airbnb. I don't know. I don't want to spoil your day, but you can't do it. So the police searched the cabin and found a freezer in the bedroom containing testicles. No. So they had done this before. They also found a six-foot-tall medicine cabinet full of all kinds of medications, mushrooms, a cauterizing tool with blood still on it. Vomit. Xylocaine, which is like lidocaine, and more. So here are what their charges are. And it's murky because, yeah, this guy did agree for this, but he thought they were some, you know, it's it's weird. Well, he thought that they were professionals. He thought they Why were you legi- legitimate dudes. So Bob Allen and Thomas Gates were charged with conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery, which is a felony, practicing medicine without a license, also a felony, maiming, unlawful use of communication facility. I'm guessing that means they were operating as an Airbnb um, and then doing weird surgeries, distribution of CDS, including possession with intent to distribute. I don't know. CDS. Uh, nothing would shock me anymore. Possession of a controlled substance with the intent to sell. Okay, so drugs. So maybe mushrooms or pills or whatever. Okay. Assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Failure to bury dead human members, as in the balls. Ugh. Like you can't, I guess it's illegal to keep to just Balls have them in your house. In your house. You know. Yeah, that's a misdemeanor, though. <laughs> um, possession of controlled dangerous substances and unlawful possession of drug paraphernalia. Bob pleaded no contest to felony counts of conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery, practicing medicine without a license, and attempted distribution of a psychedelic mushroom. He also pleaded no contest to two misdemeanor counts and was sentenced to two years in jail, and 10 years in prison. So he's in prison for 10 years, unless he gets off early. He also owes more than $5,000 in fines and other costs. And the felony maiming charges and two misdemeanors were dropped as a result of his plea deal. Thomas Gates was released, and he just owes two grand in fines and costs. So this is his husband who was the act, handing him the instruments. It's $2,000 is all you have to pay to cut somebody's penis off? Yeah, and I found them on Facebook, both of them. No, of course I did. They haven't posted in two years, and I could not 
find that Thomas, his husband, had any conditions, but they have a lot of videos of them on there. And Bob videos Thomas a lot. There's just something that seems off. I don't know if it's because he's on drugs or if he has an intellectual disability or just something seems, you know what I mean? He seems kind of... This is the husband. Yeah. Not the main operator. Correct. Correct. So maybe he was like easily persuaded. Yeah. I don't want to assume he has any of that, but it just, he could have been under the influence, but I'm like, there's something not, not right here. Anyway, do not castrate people in your own home or Airbnb. And or anywhere. How about that? Ever. How about just, just don't cut don't, dick off? Don't cut ever. dicks off. No. I'm not here to yuck a yum, but you don't do that. That's illegal. That's, oh, God. And definitely don't eat it. I'm like, would you cut someone's finger off? No. Then you don't cut a penis off. Exactly. No. Even if, no. Keep your hands to yourself, people. Just no Mm-mm. cutting off members of any. And I feel like even if somebody consents to it, just maybe don't do it. No. It, and that's the strangest part. He claimed he just wanted to do it for, he was doing it for free to film it. I don't know. Well, he may have done it under the ruse of, for I'm a doctor yeah. and this is going to be for research and you're going to be. Fair enough. You know. Who knows? But. Anyways. You know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing as a free surgery. No. No. Just don't do it. Period. Are you ready for mine? Oh, hell yeah. <sighs> dun, 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 dun. So, Geico, the insurance. With oh, the, with I'm the familiar. Little lizard, the lizard. With the British accent. The Cockney lizard. May have to pay $5.2 million to a woman who got an STD in a car insured by the company. What? They, they have? Geico, Yes. The Missouri Court of Appeals has sided oh. with a woman known by the name of M.O. against Geico in a case that centers on the auto injury claim that she contracted a sexually transmitted disease in a Hyundai Genesis <laughs> oh whose owner was insured by Geico. She says the man who is identified as M.B. infected her with human Papilloma virus or HPV when they had unprotected sex in his 2014 Hyundai. Okay. What? Yes. She says the man was negligent and didn't tell her about his diagnosis. He had previously been diagnosed with throat cancer and had a tumor removed that was confirmed to be positive for HPV, which Michael Douglas. The actor, you know, he had throat cancer mm-hmm. that was HPV, and he went on that whole thing about he got it from his wife, Catherine Zeta-Jones, <gasps> from going down on her. Oh, my God. And if she I had didn't know that. HPV in her kitty, and he put her kitty in his mouth. He talked about that? I mean, he, yes. I would In sue. a nutshell, yes. I'd be suing him. Nope. So... And he got it in his mouth and swallowed, and then he got cancer, throat cancer. And it is legitimately transferred that way, mm-hmm. which I didn't know that you could get cancer like that. Am I stupid? No? I, well, I don't know. I don't know how 
I'm look, I'm an art major. I don't know. I got nothing for you. I know HPV, it's not just cancer. It starts out as a it's genital virus and it, can and it get turns into cause genital warts. Like, yeah, you can get warts. So it's it probably didn't start out as cancer. It's just a it virus just, that spread, I don't know. And then just blows up, so to speak, into turns into something else. Anyways, yeah. Geico told the woman that its auto insurance coverage did not apply oh, because duh. the alleged damages did not occur out of normal use of the vehicle. So basically, they're like, ma'am. You're having sex in a car. That has nothing right. to do with the car. Right. Ma'am, you did not get hit by the car. Why you would got she even do that? hit in the car. So, oh no. why would she even think to call Geico? Well, Backseat Betty says that Geico is obligated to compensate her okay. since it was from the owner of the vehicle, citing what? medical expenses and pain and suffering. An arbitration agreement was settled and signed in March okay. of 2021. Two months later, an arbitrator awarded her $5.2 million million fucking dollars here's the thing too how do you prove that you you got hpv in the car that's what i I don't know how do you freaking prove any of that and also like but if you conceive a baby in a car do they have to pay for the the expenses of you having a baby this is true it's a slippery slope it's a very gray area what that's a very good point but also hpv is one of those things that like you can have it and then it goes away on its own so it doesn't necessarily lead to cancer. Right. I know a lot of girls. Well, a lot of people carry it. Right. I know yeah. I know a lot of girls, and by a lot I mean maybe three or four, that are not promiscuous girls. No. Some you of them can, are married, yeah. some of them are yeah. mothers, whatever, that have tested positive over their lifetime of having HPV and then went back for their follow-up pap and it was negative. So it just went away. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think 80... So it's like, what's the pain and suffering part of it? You had a bad pap, and then you had to go back, and that's worth... But you know what I'm saying? Well, it's like, yeah, why I think 80%... are you... $5 million? That's... Mm, that's astronomical. Know. Do you know how many people that are listening to this right now who have had STDs that are real mad right now? Well, <laughs> I think the number is... Because I was actually just talking about HPV yesterday, randomly. I think the number is 80% of sexually active... Adults uh-huh. have had HPV. And you may not even know it. Oh, yeah. Like some people, that's why you're supposed to get, you know, consistent yeah. screenings because sure. you may have HPV. That doesn't mean you have cancer. It just means. Or genital warts. It just, exactly. It just means. You have the virus. Keep going to your paps and make sure everything's good, you know. Right. So it doesn't change. So you don't necessarily. Right. Have suffering if you, you know what I mean. Not that I wouldn't be very happy either if I, I caught it. I wouldn't be happy if I caught it in a damn house or a hotel room from some dude. But I wouldn't think I wouldn't to think about calling the car hotel would, and suing them. Exactly same thing. Like what? Do you, what? If so, anyways, they said that this was a fair compensation for her. M- well, yeah. M.O. then went to the circuit court to enforce the arbitration's ruling and won there as well. So no. then Geico appeals it to the higher state court, citing that they haven't been given a chance to defend themselves. Oh, shut up. Two judges say that this is bullshit. Geico had plenty of chances to act. The judges also said that M.O. had submitted a claim to Geico over a year before and also a copy of the lawsuit she was about to file against the man. 
She also told them she would settle for a million dollars and Geico never responded. So then that just kicked it up a notch. So Geico is fighting this in federal court saying they are not liable for a woman being infected with HPV and they do not have the duty to defend the man from her claim against him that the claim should be dismissed because they are barred by a number of legal doctrines, including fraud, collision, <laughs> latches, well, collision. latches un- and unclean hands. Ooh. The alleged damages have no nexus in the ownership, maintenance, or covered use of the car. Her injuries arose from her own failure to prevent transmission of an STD. Emmo oh. said, by refusing to defend the man who owns the car against his personal liability arising from his negligence in actions involving his automobile, and that makes them responsible. So a federal case is scheduled for a jury trial in Kansas this October. So stay tuned. It's still ongoing. Yeah. She got a little bit of dirty dick and she's mad. And now she's trying to sue Geico. This And apparently so far she's won. That is what's very surprising to me. Yeah. I'm just, because how can you prove, you cannot prove anything. I don't. This I mean, is, I, that's don't, a freaking I don't wacky know. case. I don't know. But apparently if you, you can sue. I don't know. I don't have the answers. Wow. Well. So, yeah. She's doing Geico. Flo from Progressive would never. Flo would never. <laughs> it's it's I that mean, cockney lizard. <laughs> she's like, absolutely not. Oh, my gosh. That... So I have a little uh, little something else for you. Oh, what's that? I have uh, some uh, wacky facts for you. Okay, cool. About what? Just for Just you. random about, wacky? About some true crime facts. Love it. Um, not very many. I have like four or five. Good Anyways. Enough. Crime rates depend on temperature. Crimes most likely to occur during hot days are assault, shootings, theft, and vandalism. Like, it's hot. It's hot and everybody's mad. (laughs) They're going to shoot you. They're going to beat you up. Okay. Yeah, they're most likely to occur when it is hot outside. Next is a 2009 study concluded that regardless of race, juveniles with unpopular names are more likely to engage in criminal activities. Really? Yes. Gosh. Not the Michaels. Not the, the Zachs. It's the ones with the different Well, names. there was a Freakonomics. Did you, did you ever listen to Freakonomics or read it or any of huh. that? Oh, there's. they did a study on names and... And that was one of the things they no, talked about? No, I can't remember. They talked about something anyway. I'll have, I don't. You remember. have to look that up and yeah. tell us about it. Well, I think it was the opposite, where they were talking about they like an if you name a kid winner and you name a kid loser, the winner doesn't. Ne- I don't know. I I I, I know Just so little. Yeah, I'm stopping. <laughs> it's something. It's been like over ten years. Okay, so what would you think was the most stolen vehicle? The most stolen vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say a Toyota Camry. Close, a Honda Accord. Oh. Most stolen vehicle, particularly the older models. Yeah. And it's still a bestseller. Okay. So mm. if you drive an Accord, hmm, maybe just, are they, is that the most common the car? most stolen vehicle. Hmm. Well, 
All right, let's see. BTK makes people fill out an application to write him in prison. I'm sorry, what? Yes. <sighs> yes. He's just going over. He's all the time in the world. He's going over applications. Mm-hmm. And he will not accept letters unless you pass his. Yeah. Why are we giving? Mm-mm. I know. No. Ridiculous. I'm just going to send him a picture of me flipping him off. And that, this is my <laughs> don't application. Even waste, don't even waste a Buzz Lightyear stamp. I would never. Okay, last one. Guns N' Roses released a song written by Charles Manson on their Why? album, The Spaghetti Incident, which was released in 1993. A song titled, Look at Your Game Girl. Critics felt it was in bad taste. Yeah, I agree. And it got negative reviews. Manson's royalties from the song go straight to the victims. So if you buy that album... Or download that song, the money from it goes to Charles Manson's victims. But yeah, he wrote that song Ugh. and they bought it from him for $30,000. Oh. And he gets, well, the families of his victims get royalties off of it to this day. He wrote several songs. Yeah, I heard he wasn't very good. But wow. Anyway, I haven't heard of that song. Those are my useless <clears throat> Crime facts. Because I don't have any wacky. I don't have anything wacky that happened to me. We got a listener story. I don't have anything wacky for me either. I am going to the Beetlejuice bar. It's a pop-up bar in (gasps) Nashville this weekend. You're going to have to take all the pictures. I'll take tons of pictures and we'll talk about it next week. You're going to see Lizzo. I'm going to see Lizzo. Excited about that. But I got to be honest, I'm more excited about this Beetlejuice bar. Well, you sent sent me TikToks and it looks pretty freaking cool. Well, and also there is a Hocus Pocus pop-up bar. We don't ever get pop-up bars here. I know. But I. I called to because you have to have reservations and they are sold out until like the third week of November and then it's over because they're, they're only there certain because oh it's a pop-up. Yeah. Ugh. So anyways, so no uh, wackies for me mm-hmm. or Lacey. No. I'm just going to uh, go to the Beetlejuice bar and that's so my... That sounds good. And then I'm going to read this uh, yeah. patron sent us a story. This is from Stephanie E. And she writes... So first, let me start the story by saying I've always been very sensitive to spirits. I was an idiot as a teenager and fucked around one too many times with a Ouija board and something attached itself to me. Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. I just made this whole printout into a paper airplane and threw it in the trash. No. Oh, no. <sighs> Will you not do a Ouija board? thing with me no i'm not doing that no so stephanie says ever since then i can feel when someone or something is around i also feel not me i also feel like i'm a good judge of character and can sense if it's a good or bad spirit Mm. okay that's just a little backstory about me before i get into my kid's story not a kid okay she says so back in 2016 My family and I moved into a new-to-us home in a safe neighborhood, all the things good. But a few months after we moved in, my son kept coming to tell my husband and me, saying there's a man sleeping over him. Don't love this. (laughs) We shook it off and just chalked it up to him not being used to his new room. Well, it didn't stop. He said the man was asleep hovering over him, and I started having feelings of someone in our home. 
I wasn't scared and the hairs never stood up on my body. So Hmm. I figured it was my grandfather just checking in on our son, which I believed he does all the time. That's sweet. My grandfather passed away 10 years ago, but when I gave birth to my son, I feel him all the time with my son. My son wouldn't stay in his room, waking up all hours of the night and coming to us. Finally, we decided to just switch his room with our daughter's room. Hmm. Our son was three and our daughter was newborn. He never came back to us saying creepy things after we moved him, so we forgot about it. We ended up getting a puppy and I kid you not, the dog would sit at the bottom of the stairs and just stare up at that room and wouldn't move every damn night. <sighs> My chest is red. Ooh. A month after that, I was out talking with my neighbor and she informed me that in fact, someone had died in my son's closet years before. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I felt so bad that I didn't believe my son, but so thankful Mm. knowing I didn't feel scared or creeped out in our home, Mm. but definitely wanted this man out because now this was our daughter's room. So like any good mom, I did some research. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. I guess our house used to be a party house and a man overdosed and died. Mm. Shouldn't that be disclosed before buying a house? Okay, but I'll deal with it. I would go in our daughter's room and while cleaning or folding laundry, I would just speak out loud to the man in the room and tell him we hope he's okay and we mean no harm, but we want him at peace. My daughter never talked about creepy things when she got older, so I'm hoping by me talking to him, it helped him move on. We moved away, so I'm not sure if the new owners experienced (laughs) the same thing or not, but I like to think we helped this poor soul find peace. Mm. First of all, Stephanie, that's super creepy, but I I like to feel like maybe you did. I didn't realize, so she obviously searched. That's how you help them as you speak to them. Yeah. Interesting. I would not probably do that because I am an enormous chicken shit. I talk a big game, but I would be creeped out. After being in that fee house, I know. You're, you oh, darted out no, of that I attic. Was out that bitch. No, Lacey was like, I'm going to, I want to hear something. Tell Come me. To me She's spirit. literally like, my soul is open and free for the taking. I'm like, <laughs> no don't even, me. don't even look my way, spirits. I'm out this bitch. Oh my gosh. Uh-uh. I did. So I live in an old house. It was built in the late 1800s. And I have gone through all kinds of records. I found a lot of really cool history and stuff. But to my knowledge, no one has died in this house. Good. It is good. I'm glad. I mean, even if I don't know that I believe they would be haunting it. But I'm glad no bad stuff has happened. No. There's been burglaries and peeping toms I've found from hilarious, like the early 1900s where the wife ran out with a gun yelling at a peeping tom. Mm-mm. Well, Lacey's, we're getting abducted by aliens Lacey's, I mean, there's... That's our wacky Wednesday. It sounds like Vietnam right now over her house. It does. What is that? But, yeah, no one's... Thank you for that. Thank that you. Was, we love We love our story. story. That was very creepy. We need creepy. more stories, especially because we don't have anything wacky. This I, week... Send us your, your stories. We'll just read it. 
I love it. I love it. That's super creepy. I dig it. Me too. Email us at United States of Murder at gmail.com. Follow us on all the things Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Come back next week. We'll be back with more wacky more stuff. More wacky stuff. Beetlejuice bar. We we're gonna Lacey's t- gonna update us on her foot. It's it's still there. The situation. Like, like my kidney stone. It's still there. <laughs> Ashley, if, in case you were wondering, the kidney stone is still, Sharon Stone I is mean, still I mean, I guess she's still here. I feel like I would have. Should s- I name my wart? Yes. <laughs> there's two. Winston wart. Oh, there's two though. They're there's brothers. Two, there's two? Yes, there's two. Are That's, they Sami's twins? No, one's on a toe and one's on the bottom. It's a, it's, it, it's I not there was just one. There's two. Okay. She it's lied. double juiced. I have another Beetlejuice appointment on November 3rd. Oh boy. Yeah, stay tuned. All right. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.